Hi everybody, this is Jeremy from In Bed by Nine. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the episode and wondering how you can support the show, there are several ways you can go about this. First one would be to leave a rating on your preferred, your preferred platform. Um, the second one would be to leave a review. Um, I know not all, not all platforms have the option to leave a review. So if you can't on your platform, um, consider going to Podchaser and leaving a review there. Um, reviews help us get out there, help folks who might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, and also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, word of mouth is such a powerful tool still in the digital age. On to today's episode, man. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, 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 everybody. How's it going out there? Hey, doing well. How about yourself? Doing good. I can say that much, Jeremy. Doing good. It's been a, it's been a great weekend. It's been a long weekend. It's been nice. That is always a good thing. We get that extra um day or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever it is. I know some people, um, I had a uh, dentist appointment today because my day was so exciting and the... I don't know if she was a hygienist or the actual dentist, but she's like, yeah, I work uh, three days a week. And I'm thinking, I want those long weekends. So I'm going to eat my vitamins, say my prayers, as Hulk Hogan would say, and keep studying. <laughs> so yeah. I can find that perfect opportunity. But I could I could handle it. That would always make Monday easier. But I would probably take, I'd probably try to do Saturday, Sunday, Monday, so I didn't have to work on Monday. Not well, Monday blues, so yeah, no, it's all about how you market it to yourself mentally. So whatever, yeah, <laughs> no, and it, it, this weekend, um, honestly, uh, the youngest is starting to sleep in. That's like helpful. That was you know instead of a four o'clock, five o'clock wake up scream, I was now waking up at like six six thirty, and I was like, this is weird. That's good, <laughs> and it felt. Good. It felt amazing that like extra hour of sleep was mind boggling fun. And then uh yeah, we just kind of spent the weekend um with some family over, saw some people. Uh next weekend we have a family party we're doing and hosting um for Christmas. But you know, because of COVID and we got sick and stuff, we pushed it out a couple weeks. <laughs> so we finally get to host it next week. So I'm excited for that. Nice. Um so spending the whole week getting ready for that right now and then uh Got some stuff going on tomorrow that's going to take my day away. So uh, we'll go from there. Um, but we got some stuff to talk about there, Jeremy. We got some well, stuff to talk about. Yeah, as I say, we got to recap some stuff and then we got we got some stuff to learn today. We got things to learn. Yeah. So last week we had our guest, um, Ali Dream. Ali Dream. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely was a, it was an experience. I can say that much. Um, but we did learn a little bit. Um, I gotta say that the one thing I took out of her conversation with us is her persistenceness. Is that the word I want to use? Um, she has done multiple platforms, multiple events, multiple venues in different ways, and has really continued to push herself in her in her streaming world, in her content creation world, to the point where she's really just getting out there. Um, and just a lot of different ideas on that, which is really cool. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think you put it as a, you know a good way. I was going to say, 
I think her uh, just ability, like, I, I don't know, like, but I, I was thinking bounce back, but I mean, it's not like she was like, like down in the dumps or anything. But no, she, just her, um, her resilience. Had, um, you know, she went on some platforms and she named a couple, one I won't name. I won't throw the F word out there. Um, she named it, I mean. But, um, yeah, I mean, just to be able to, you know, she had put some work in on that particular platform. And I would be one of those that would initially be like, oh, man, this sucks. I put in all this time. Yeah. And I got this negative experience or result. You know, I might take a, a break. But like you said, her insistence and persistence um, yeah. with that ability yeah. to, um, you know, continue to grow her brand and, and just adapt it to different platforms and she's pretty uh busy i would say like she's active on on multiple things now because she was you know always coming up with things and i just i think you know she i think she's got the drive to improve herself and her brand i mean even stuff yeah, we were going around with after the after the interview you know she was asking questions so yeah, she did really kind of focus on the fact that branding was her big thing, and that's I, I think that is the key to her success is that the fact that she branded herself and then continued that brand and was able to move from transition to transition. Even though I was like, hey, so so your did your community follow you from group to group? Or she's like, no, I had to restart pretty much every time. Um, she's like, yeah, I had a few that stuck with me, but I have to restart every time. Um, yeah. but it was interesting to kind of hear you know, that thought process and how she went around that, that way. And, you know, she goes out to uh, conventions and, and is, is always constantly marketing herself. I do have to say, I took a little bit from her. I wear my hat in public a lot more, my gear in public a lot more, um, which has actually been beneficial because I went to the bagel shop in my neighborhood and some guy looked at my hat and said, Hey, what is that? It looked at closer. He goes, Oh, that name looks familiar. And I was like, Oh, do you watch Twitch? And he goes, yes. I'm like, that's me. There you go. <laughs> so it was kind of like, all right. Um, So it kind of created that little bit of a, a connection without me even knowing I was able to. No, so. and that's cool. I mean, she um, she showed us, she was marketing to us while during the interview, she had a good, uh, she had the, the blanket. That was, mm -hmm. that was impressive. I haven't seen anybody with that. But I mean, she had, um, you know, her, uh, her stickers. I mean, she had these big rolls she was showing us, and I think she was on her third one of like a thousand. Yeah, mistaken. So, um, definitely, uh, some good ideas. I mean, makes me think a little bit of some things that I want to do, um, for myself. And I mean, I like the sticker idea. That's cool. Um, I just don't think I would ever carry around a roll of stickers with me because I don't really go to conventions. That's not my thing. Yeah. Um, Years, I think I think they have to be specific to your situation. Like you said, she goes to a lot of conventions, so that makes sense to have stuff on Moss if you're going to do um, that type of thing. And then uh, you know that's something you can you can get out because you you got to be mindful of the cost until you're making money as well. If that's yeah. something, because I mean I know people aren't in it for money, but it still costs money to do that kind of stuff. So well, it, 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 okay, I always like to say people are not in it for money. Yes, you are in it for money. The money is a benefit. So if you're spending money, like even okay, not to not to squash it, but I, when people say like, "Oh, I'm not in it for the money," I'm like technically you are. You're in a stream. You became affiliate. You're in it for the money. Like that's the number one thing. And then top of it, like I'm not in it for the money. Like I'm not. My gear is not to make the money, but I'm making money 
enough to support me doing other streaming stuff. Yeah. So like all the cameras I bought is all based on my income from that. Um, the mics, the you know everything that I have for streaming is all been collected and then in turn put back into it, and so that I can continue doing this without being a financial strain. I guess you could say. No, I think, and I think that's a smart business sense. So for new streamers, I think yeah. the thing is to be able to keep track of your, you know, keep track of your costs a little bit, and then also watch your finances. Yeah, when you do make money to reinvest that back into equipment, and to think what she's the doing, quality of your stream, and what she's doing too. I mean, part of it's like she is spending the money to then get the return, but then she's also finding ways to get stuff for free. Um, mm-hmm. She, you know, getting, um, looking at uh, sponsorship programs, stuff of that nature to kind of figure out ways to get some, yeah. Free things, but be sponsored by them for a certain thing. So yeah, and she. Does I mean, a, she does a good job of um just getting after and being persistent again. Correct, just going after those different sponsors. And, and then yeah, and she's not really affiliate sponsorship. She's straight up sponsorship type situations. Like I get a product, and in turn I you know yeah like kind of what like she like Stream Elements is doing right now. Go ahead. So like like what Stream Elements is doing right now with a lot of their their platform sponsorships like you know you play raid shadow legends for so many hours on stream and promote it here do this you get four people sign up and play the here then we'll give you you know 60 bucks all right cool um like i'm right now getting hammered with um a mech assault game and star trek they're like we think this would be really good on your stream and i was like oh you do (laughs) (laughs) do you watch me (laughs) And they're like, yeah. No, actually, they actually reached out to me in Discord. They're in my Discord channel. And they, oh. she, one of the marketing people joined my Discord and then actually started talking to me like, hey, we saw you decline this one. Why? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm not going to sell that. Like, I'm not selling products anymore. Like, I'm not doing product. And he's like, oh, what about, like, games? And I was like, well, games are a little bit more my speed. And I get something in return for my time other than possible money yeah because um, i did the hello fresh one and i'm like i didn't i didn't read into it enough i signed up for it to try test it out and then realized that there's no way i was gonna get any cash <laughs> so there was another one that kind of came across the same way i was like nah i'm not doing that so <laughs> it was interesting to actually have that conversation with this person and like She's like, I am not a bot. I promise you. I'm like, okay, what is the color of an orange? <laughs> and she's like, it's orange. I'm like, okay, good. You're not a bot. <laughs> nah, that's awesome. So, no, I think you bring up another good point that people can learn from is just you have to pick when you do get sponsorship opportunities. Yeah. You'll get opportunities, but you have to fit your your style and, and the type of personality and streamer you are i mean because everybody's not gonna go there and plus your audience too it's gonna affect yeah i mean if you have a bunch of 40 year old men that are not in the best shape they're not gonna go i'm just using you know a health product as an example i'll just call it generic health product they're not going to buy that so you're not going to get affiliate you know links or um people caring enough to watch ads or go to the site i mean whatever the terms of the agreement are the action, yeah. Money, yeah, you're not gonna get that kind of uh stuff. 
Yeah, one of my friends is like, yeah, I did. I because I did this before, and I go, it wasn't the best because I thought about doing it again because I was going to help you, but then in it, it goes, my end result was like, uh, he's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, okay, that yeah, that's fine. I go, I appreciate the feedback. I go, honestly, I was trying it out to test out this mechanic. Like, I didn't think I was going to make money. I go, it's more of a mechanic failure. I want to figure it out, and I was interested <laughs> in it. So now I got a couple of things I'm looking at. I was like, uh, let me see which one works for my world. Yeah, so. that makes sense. But, Anyways, um, but anyway, that's I mean that got me all thinking because of our interview last week with you know, with Alidi and just kind of diving into it a little bit more and 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 looking at the again looking at the business side of streaming and looking at my myself in the streaming world. Yeah, no, I think it forces you when you start talking to people like that. I think it does kind of make you think about where you are and what yeah what your fit is and like what do you what what are your next steps do mm -hmm. you have next steps i mean i see people that get on there all day and stream every day and i've seen people and i've seen more of that again on twitter lately and it's starting to alarm me that like these people are all going to be gone in five or six months because the uh everyday the everyday streaming for yeah. nothing is not gonna not gonna work as a new person and I, there's people i do follow and i do you know i'm a part of their world and they're like mm -hmm. streaming every day for hours on end by themselves and majority of these people are like college students in between them their classes or on wednesday when they don't have any class and they're just streaming constantly yeah. and but then i look at like well, how are they their business model in a way and it's not there it's just yeah it's just a forehead on the screen or something like that. So. Yeah, well, the ones, the streamers, because I've started following, I've really made, you know, an effort to, to get in there and support a few more streamers, and I've been pretty good about it. And um, a lot of them tend to have, I, I pretty much now know, you know, schedules. Like, I've been following people, you know, like Super, you know, I really... Mm -hmm following him more lately and i was i caught both of the streams on saturday um yeah and, saturday stream was fun i jumped in that one yeah the late night one yeah the late night one was awesome yeah that was fun yeah that was that was pretty cool i like the mellow but it was completely different so that's what yeah i guy, mean, you know i jump in the high beams i jump in the, mm -hmm. a lot of streams lately i've been a little too crazy and busy in my role to like sit down and yeah. like really enjoying a stream and usually i try to catch him a lot of my my favorite streamers are usually on um, that I like listening to or being really engaged with during the school day. Oh. And this, like, my last couple of weeks of school have been constantly hammered and busy. Yeah. So it's always kind of interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. See, mine are, I'm more geared towards night because I'm busy during the day. So mm -hmm. that makes sense. But, um, yeah, no, it's kind of cool, but yeah, you kind of get those, the ones that I like and watch typically have a schedule that's pretty, pretty standard. I mean, they deviate if events come up or if it's a holiday, but, you know, I know this person's going to be off by this time, but I think that consistency, that's part of your, part of your marketing, really, to, like when you're going to be there. I mean, people rearrange their, their lives if uh, you, uh, put out good stuff and are consistent. True. 
All right. So yeah, that's a good. We learned a few things, and that's that's yeah. always good when we learn learn those. So if you haven't listened to the the this, the podcast, please go back and check it out. Um, it's last week's, and it's on the any form of the platforms. If you listen to us now, you're listening to us one of them. So hopefully, go back and listen to that one. Um, if you found us for the first time, hi. We have more. I think yeah. what fifty two of them in the past that you can no. check out. Actually, yeah, 50, 51. This is episode 51. So 50 back there you can go check out. Yeah. Definitely go check them out. Um. All right. So get into this. So, Jeremy, do you know what today is? Today is, well, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. but it's It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which is what it is. It's also Monday. It is also Monday. It is also what... Uh, has been coined by a lot of people as being Blue Monday. Um, not to say anything that is about like MLK being Blue Monday, but it's more along the lines of just how society and things kind of move. So why is it called Blue Monday? Well, it's Blue Monday because it's the Monday after the holidays, after all the hustle and bustle, after all of the craziness, after all the stuff's happened, and now all the bills are starting to show up and become due. And so people are like, oh. And it's just the way your human body functions and 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 establishes itself. It's just, you know, you're you're on the downside. You're so your endorphins are so popped, your sugar intake was so high. Now everything's kind of going. It's blue Monday. And also it's usually cold, dreary, and wet and nasty and cold and it's just bleh. Like January itself is usually a very depressing month, but today's according to you know many people it's Blue Monday. So, it's psychologists, I should say, by everybody, everybody psychologists coming it that way. And this was back in two thousand and four um, when this was kind of processed out. So, question I want to ask you there, Jeremy, since we're in this world of time and we're in this Blue Monday time. How do you deal with seasonal depression? And that's something you got to think about too. In the streaming world, you have your ups and your downs. Usually, you know, the month of December, November through December is usually your high month for intake of income. You are now in January, you did all the holiday stuff. Now you got to take down on the house. Like, no, like what, what is the next steps? You're stuck in this world. You're feeling a little drained. You know, you'll start seeing on Twitter streamers saying they're taking time off using them during this month. I mean, I've been doing this for three years. Usually, I start seeing that roughly in the next week or so. You start seeing streamers. Oh, I'm taking a week off. I'm taking this time off because there's out of content control. Like they don't know what to do anymore. Mm-hmm. So, how do you deal with seasonal depression? Um, I personally stay busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have a lot of time to um, to stop. Yeah, to stop and like smell the boohoo i guess and uh and, and worry about it like um you know you take uh you take some uh i don't know i look at all year i mean in in this last few months it's been a little different than i normally normally i would just be busy and not even give it two 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 thoughts but yeah you know the last six plus months it's been a giant roller coaster for me, you know. I've true. Your I, world is a little I, different. Yeah, yeah, I got smacked. I got smacked down a, a hill, you know, pretty steep embankment. Figuratively, literally. Yeah. Yes. I had uh, so <laughs> I already had my boohoo's, and um, no, <laughs> but but I'm, I don't even. Yeah. I don't, well, 
I hit it with a positive attitude now, but yeah, yeah. Before I just stayed busy and just didn't. I didn't give it two thoughts to be honest. Yeah, and, and depression can it. hit. I mean, to put out there for the world to hear, is the depression can hit you many different ways. Yeah, not just your boohoo and crying in the corner. You could be tired. You well, could be run down. You could be. Um, I stay by to avoid the whole like lethargic. Run down, yeah. That, that's again, I just I stay busy so yeah. that when I get home, you know, and I, I can slow down, I can still go to sleep because I think that's another thing. I think if you can keep the, a good amount of sleep in a, in a schedule, I think you can avoid a lot of that. Uh, of the energy, I'm saying you may have yeah. the emotional thing depending on what's going on, but if you sleep, you can think clear. I mean, I think all the consistency of a schedule and sleep helps manage some of the other stuff better. Mm -hmm. How about you? I'll tell you when I figure it out. No, no, I kind of noticed like the other day, best way to say it, the other day I was sitting there, it wasn't, I'm sleeping because the little one's been having issues with sleeping. It's been always been a mess, but now he's getting back to like a normal life schedule. And yeah, after streaming Tuesday, I've been having issues where I haven't been able to stay awake. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I had. A, uh, I don't know what that was. <laughs> For the people listening at home, way. he made a weird face. I didn't know what was happening. You um, just die. <laughs> just choked to death. And you're, you're yeah, just choking. I was concerned there. Um, no, but like you know, kind of off it, and you know, sleep. You said sleep. I wasn't having much of it, and then especially like after last, last Tuesday stream i was like i didn't sleep at all I mean, like a half hour like that wednesday i felt like garbage the entire day i felt very like just i was like i should just stop streaming i can't do this anymore i can't stay up late i can't do this anymore like i went through my head like 14 times like no just sh don't touch twitter just sh stop you're not gonna you know crazy like just stop and uh i just was very just out of it and then uh wasn't in a positive space but then also on top of it, i was also very irritable and i think it was shoot i think it was yesterday like my son looked at me and goes dad you're just being cranky stop it i was like i am just being cranky ah. so like i took time and like you know we decided i i went to play with the kids a little bit more and took, you know yeah. try to be a little more active in that aspect and then the other day i was like you know i need to go do some errands which is like what do you mean like well, I, I'm like, I work from home, I live at home, I eat at home. Yeah. I go like, you know, I go I go to my wife. I was like, I need to get out. Um, I'm going to go get some errands done. I'm going to be gone for like an hour by myself, just out into, it was kind of sunny out. I'm like, just, I want to get out of the world for a little bit. I mean, just, yeah. and she could kind of tell I needed to get away. So I went and like ran and got some errands. I was gone for maybe two hours, but being outside and in somewhat sunlight for a little bit and just being out of my house, I was like, okay, this feels good. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, that's all I needed. Like I just needed to go reset. And I came home and she's like, can I go get my nails done? I'm like, you need to reset. She's like, yes, I do. I just need to get out of here. I'm like, okay, cool. And so, yeah. Well, we both work from home. Like, yeah, I, it, it does wear on you a little bit when you very surprised. Like, yeah, it's great. I work from home, but when you do it for three years, like you start to kind of get that nah. little wear down on you. Um, and it doesn't help. So I think that's one of the things I always put, like you said, sleeping, I think getting out a little bit, something outside of your routine 
um, is beneficial. And then always a fan of like get outside, like go get some fresh air, go get some sunlight somewhere that does help out a lot. Yeah, And no, I agree. just, I think with waking up, if you're tired, that's a good thing to get outside. yeah, just if I don't, I felt amazing after that and like took the Christmas lights down and stuff. And I felt just, I felt great. Like I was like, all right, I feel better now. Good. But, but yeah, after like, yeah, it was like over the weekend, but yeah, after Tuesday stream, when I was like, I am exhausted, I did not sleep. I was like, I'm just going to quit. Like, I don't, I can't do this to myself anymore. <laughs> like I couldn't figure out what it was. And There I was like, you no, go. it's just the weather, man. It's just, I'm just kicking myself. I need to, I don't know. I just need to get out a little bit. So. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a good way to to combat it as well. So nice. I like it. Two different approaches. Yeah, well, like I said, I could tell because my my kids were my personal kids were seeing it, and then my students were seeing it too. Like you look, you're sound a little off there, Mister R. Like, yeah. What do you mean by that? You pull your shank out. Yeah, feeling it. I'm feeling it. So that's like yeah. So it's all good. I'm human. You know, you get through it. Figure it out. Me fool, that you were a robot. Oh my goodness, Lizard man. Yeah. <laughs> oh geez tiktoks anyways but yeah i think that's a good point and um i think diet also plays a big to key to it you know, i was trying to stay off the sugary drinks a little bit more stuff of that nature eat some greens Anything with color, i got myself like you a say, is healthy. dig The it more color it has from a from a fruit fruit and produce thing, the healthier it's supposed to be for you. i did have to say i did today i ordered myself a pizza and i felt good What kind? Not Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> but it felt good to order my own pizza to come and I, I went and picked it up myself. So there you go. <laughs> I was like, no one's delivered in my house anymore after all that fiascos. Nice. So I don't know, it was good. So I had a good pizza day. So that's always good. So positivities. Heck Hello. yeah. Yeah. Not pizza. Power of pizza positivity. Exactly. When you feel it, it feels good. All right. So um, actually, while we're talking about this, if you have a trick or tip for seasonal depression and something you do to make yourself feel better during the this time of the year, um, definitely put it in our comments. Be interested to see who it is or what you're doing or even set it out on our Twitter and just be like, hey, this is like my trick for seasonal depression. Because you don't know if somebody might read it and they go, oh, yeah, that might be something I want to try. So, you know, try to you know, keep it positive, people. Don't get all weird on us all. But, you know, what is something you do to kind of get rid of this funk? Yeah, that's fun. Good word. I like that word, don't you? All right. So, all right, the next topic. We're just going to get, this is this is topic Tuesday, it seems like now, if we're on a Monday. Um, one, Jeremy, I'm publicly say, thank you for like super modding my channel for Twitch. I appreciate it and give me on track and on point. I want to publicly announce this. that you're probably the best mod in the world. And I appreciate that because you have given me more support and more help and more guidance in the last like two weeks than I've ever done in the last three years on my own. And I extremely appreciate that beyond belief. Um, Awesome. Glad just to help. putting that in recording for the whole world to understand that you're amazing. And I appreciate it dramatically. Thank you. It is always fun to 
do stuff and hang around you. So it's, it's but it, it did it did really did help me get you know last week like I said when I was feeling a little bit <laughs> this is over type situation. You kind of got me into just like you know all right excitement. Let's make this happen. I like this. Heck so, yeah, we hulk up around here. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. No problem. So, but before we got on here, we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, you're talking in my stream, you're talking like, oh, yeah, you know, I've been watching a lot of pro players play versus, you know, you know, how yeah. you play and and try to talk with chat and play at the same time. It's always nice when you're, you know, feeling time in that funk just to play games and just chill out. And that's what I did this weekend, which was nice. Um, but you can kind of tell the difference between a pro player streamer and just a streamer uh as myself is and i was like yeah i know i also play with quote-unquote pro players or former pro players yeah that you know are technically retired and you took a money ago we went retired um so i wanted to talk about that a little bit about the 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 esport world um since I, i coach a team and i work in that so jeremy what did you think so you brought up the fact that i said hey they're retired yeah i what did you think I just assume that, like, people get, you know, like, with most games, like, like okay, I've I've had my fun or I've had my run and I'm just sick of, burned out of the game, mostly, mm-hmm. is what I thought. I mean, because you see these people, I'm just talking to people, and I know we've interviewed a few people that used to play certain games, and they all say, you know, hey, I played it that's in a different life i'm just either maybe the toxicity of the environment they just got burned Mm -hmm. out or they just got burned out because of the game that's what i um pinned up retirement as in in professional gaming (laughs) people are just like i am done no uh so the one guy i play with a lot richie dubs on my stream um he i known him since high school um well i've known him since actually middle school we used to play pokemon we started pokemon cards together and he's got a very strong competitive nature among himself he plays a lot of competitive like it kind of started with pokemon i can tell you right now and it turned into like pokemon turned into Yu-Gi-Oh, and he became very competitive in that field and then he's always been a big competitive video game player um we started off i I used to play with him all the time playing starcraft and dial up after you know nine o'clock and we would play um and where i used to live there's a radio station called The Rift that at 101.1, remember yep. that one? R-I-F. W-R-I-F, uh, would play at midnight Crazy Train. And we would play until Crazy Train. That was our thing. So every night we'd play StarCraft online until Crazy Train. Um, So we played a lot of video games like that. Um, That was probably my freshman, junior year, or freshman, sophomore year of high school. Then I started finding girls and I stopped playing video games as much and he continued to play. And then when Halo came out on Xbox and all that stuff, we used to do land parties um, on the weekends and play, you know, traditional land parties. And then that, you know, he continued doing that and became uh, a pro and played an MLG and did a lot of that stuff. And then he retired. I use the word retired loosely, but he retired when he was 20. 6 26 he officially said he'd done playing in the competitive scene um and is now like a support role he does support work there oh, okay 
And the reason why is not because he fell in out of love with the game. Um, I mean, he doesn't play as much anymore because he's like Halo hasn't evolved. It's not you know not as fun, but it's more along the lines of after twenty five, twenty four, twenty five. I can't even know the exact number. Your reaction time dramatically decreases. Oh, okay. So. If I, if you're 25 and you're going against a kid that's like 18, you, he's going to outbeat you on anything that you, than you. I mean, unless you're still really good at it, you're still going to beat it. So it's like, in F, like think about this, like in, in football, you have to stop playing at a certain time. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. your body can't take it anymore. Um, and looking at the research behind it, one, your, act, your reaction time does dwindle. The amount of time and effort you put into getting to that level, your eyes will start to fatigue um, more, more quickly, more rapidly, because um, you're been doing fast movement with your eyes for such a long time. At many hours in front of a screen, it does kind of dwindle that process. Your joints will start to lose its ability to do finite movements. Because you are again overusing doing small fine movements with a controller or a keyboard, you're you you start to feel that fatigue in your system. So uh, he plays like I said. Now he plays on a keyboard, and he goes is different than a controller for him, and it's different feel. So you do start to lose those abilities. Your your tendons start to weaken. Um, your joints start to get more early on early onset arthritis. Your eyes are weaker. Your reaction time is during windows. So it starts to kind of build up. So that's why you don't see like Ninja playing in many tournaments anymore because he, he can't compete. Yeah. He's going to be outbeat by an 18 year old, you know, just yeah. by being on the field. Wouldn't be good for the brand. No. So if you, like I said, if he was playing somebody that did the same skill level he did back in his day, you know, he's, it's not going to happen. So I mean, not saying like if, an 18 year old just walks into playing Fortnite and he's sitting there. Yeah, that 18 year old is going to get destroyed. But if that 18 year old puts in time, commitment, and what he did back in his day, and they had the same skill level, that that the 18 year old is going to beat him on reaction time no matter what. So, like, imagine having like dial up internet versus fiber internet. That's what the difference is. <sighs> so, a lot of people can't make that comparison. I can. <laughs> I was, but it's it was an interesting article to start reading because yeah. I was looking into esports and like, okay, to, you know where what, it's at. What's that? You know where it's at. I'd like to share it with people. No, I I don't ha I don't have the article. I'm sure we can find the articles on. It, there's that. there's a ton of them out there talking and research on it because like esports itself, it's been a it's a growing, growing phenomenon. Yeah. Um, and I actually was talking to one of my students the other day about this because he was like, Oh yeah, I want to be, you know, I want to be the next ninja. I want to do all this stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, good luck being the next person after age 25. Shelf life. Yeah. Because he goes, Oh, I want to do, you know, I'm going to stream and stuff like that. I'm like, ah, streaming. I don't know what that's going to land. I can't, I can't figure that one out just yet. It's a, it's a, but I go in the world though, you gotta be a showman. And yeah. I don't know where you're on that. And I go top that and go, You'd have to make pro and then win and then make the only reason why Ninja is famous is because he made he was the first billion million dollar game yeah. winner something like that. First, 
that's the other way to do it. Yeah, being the first at something, and then yeah. people are just going to follow you because that's what it is, and you continue building that brand because everyone thinks that if I watch him, I'm going to become that next big player. So I go, but here's here's where I go. The smart money is when it comes to esports, and I this is where I fully believe that esports is going to turn into an MLS style system that you're going to have all these small teams that can bracket up kind of like what they do over in England with soccer or football. You can have your middle level, high level, all those different Mm -hmm. teams in which that like, you know, a Liverpool version of esport can happen because they got that way, which you kind of see with thousand thieves and all those different other groups out there. You kind of see that hierarchy kind of scrolling. Yeah. So I see that as being a strong component. Also, if I was to start over in my life and was looking at job possibilities or something like that, I would go into sports management and I would go into the, the, the full thought process of one becoming, you know, learning esports, playing the games, doing that stuff, getting on a team, but then retiring and buying a team and, be, yeah. you know, try to build a team out and to the point where I can then buy my own stadium, <laughs> you yeah. know, you know, like, and be able to provide that opportunity. Um, and have that business model. I don't know. I, I could see that happening in years. Like I, the NFL is already starting to dwindle in its ability. Um, people like it, but it's, I don't think it's as powerful as it used to be. Um, NHL is growing, but I don't think at the rate it wants to grow. No, they've had mess ups in the past that really took the popularity away. Well, that and I mean they, you know, they added Seattle, but they, I know they wanted to add two more teams in the middle of the country, and they're not. That's not happening. Um, uh, MLB has been trying to speed up the game or make it more eventful for younger crowds to go see. Um. What else is out there? See, there's no constraints in the gaming world. Like no climate restricts hockey to a point. Can't have a lot. I mean, you really can't have a lot of teams well, in the South. It's just not popular. I mean, yeah, you can have people that like Tampa Bay Lightning, but they don't. Yeah, people that watch it. And the only reason why people, it. The only yeah. reason why people like Tampa Bay Lightning is because they're Michigan transplants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they to be honest, up, they don't grow up playing it and develop a love for the game that way. So, but esports has a different ballpark because yeah, you're restricted. You don't see people out in the you know Kansas playing hockey. Um, it's not as popular. The only reason why, like in Michigan, it's popular because everyone plays hockey. There's tons mm-hmm. of teams. There's a billion ice rinks. We have winter uh, well, for now. Yeah, we have somewhat of a winter. Um, Canada massively huge because it's you know their sport. Um, yeah. but you know it's still I don't think it's growing as much as they wanted. MLB. I said I remember reading that you know Major League Baseball is looking at how can they grow in popularity with younger crowds and they're trying to find out how to speed up the game because people are like it's just too long and boring so they're trying to find out a way to speed up the game make it more yeah. fun more stealing more threats stuff of the nature more action um football has got so much controversy with um aggression and concussions and just the breakdown of the human body. I mean, your True. longevity, your life just doesn't. 
your expectancy goes down. And I, I do find it like in the northern states, it's definitely a lot less popular than it's in the southern states. But I do see that popularity dwindling. So, I mean, esports to me is the next viable future option mm -hmm. that has space to grow. And if you get on the ground floor with uh, establishing a sports team and growing that thing out, mm -hmm. and once it, once there's a, a council or a, a league that overwatches all of them, that's going to go crazy. Yeah, no, the opportunities there, like you said, to get in on the ground floor. And people don't have first. to be anywhere. You, you can start off so simple mm -hmm. with a team that can be anywhere across the United States or the world. The world, yeah. There's no the world. Trains. I mean. Yeah. You create a whole world out team, kit it out. They can be anywhere. And your audience can be anywhere as well. There's no traveling typically. You know what I mean? Like the majority of people just need an internet connection. Yeah, and if you wanted to build out and do like a stadium, it's possible. Mm -hmm. I agree. I don't think it's probable, but I think it's possible. So I, that's what I explained to him. Like, that's where I would go. Like, fine, play your video games, be a pro player, go to college, get a business degree in, in business management or, you know, get an MBA. Mm -hmm. And then take, once you hit the time of retirement, take yourself and kick your team out. Build a team. That's a good idea. Have it set up in their contracts that they give you 20% of the wins and go from there. 25% of the wins and all you do, you do is make sure that they are on track. Good idea. I don't know. That's just my thought. No, I think it's a good idea. I mean, it's a young uh, sport. Well, but a lot of kids nowadays are like, I want to be that next ninja. I want to be... Tim the Tatman, I want to be, you know, Dr. Disrespect. It's like, cool, you want to be them, but you have to realize how they got there. Yeah. I go, it's not that they got there on the fact of luck. I mean, mm -hmm. opportunity outbeats luck. The problem is they started at the ground floor that is now gone. Yeah, yeah, and people aren't going to get that opportunity. Like, so. you might be able to take over a position, but it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah. I don't see it as a viable, quote unquote, career path. It's not legit longevity behind it. It's not there. Exactly. So you have to, and to be honest, you know, there are there are educated people. They're not yeah. not educated humans. Like they didn't like leave high school and start doing this. No, they're actually pretty educated, mm -hmm. and they know what they're doing, and they understand that process, and they built their brand, they built their story, and they built their things, and that's what they do. Yeah. But I don't know. Let's try to explain it to a seventh grader. It's like trying to explain it to a wall sometimes. No. The wall asks less annoying questions. Oh, yeah. No, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm, I always like, I'm not, I'm, I'm unlucky. I'm like, but opportunity outbeats luck every day. Go get yourself more opportunity and then Un in turn, you'll have more luck. Unorganized equals unlucky. So. Yeah. So. No, I think it's a good good way to explain it and I think there's a lot of things to learn in there what you just talked about so yeah my my ramblings of insanity I know they're great ah. <laughs> makes for fun listening educational yeah
Yeah. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. You're looking at a coaching assistant director position for his college that I'm looking at now. No, there's a few. I've looked at some. Because, yeah, I mean, it's... I think it's a... What about this? Here, here's one. So here's here's a university, a very large university. Um, Let's say a Big Ten university that is now looking for an assistant director of esports at their school. They have a director looking for assistant director. Full-time okay. job. It's a regular position that they're going to hold. It's under contract. It's under the organization group, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Starting salary for this program that they're they're just starting up. Throw a number out there. What do you think the starting salary of a uh, assistant director of, e- of esports? 60 I'm not sure how you know what I mean, like how big it might be lower. Fifty-four to sixty-four, depending on experience. Yeah, because I I know there. I see. I don't think that's that's nothing. And most colleges I've seen in the past have always asked for they're looking for a you know college student they want to hire on and kind of give them experience and they pay them like twenty-three, like. That's nothing not to shake a stick at when a large university is starting to drop those kind of numbers down. Yeah. I mean, 64 is a pretty good number to live off of. Yeah, it'll take off, too. So That's just the assistant director. I don't know how much the director makes. That's probably a healthy chunk. Yeah, so develop a program that uh, for health and well-being of the of the community, direct programs increase revenue. Uh, let's see here, risk management related to you know, sports. I don't know why they put that out there. Explore technology options. Collaborate with marketing. Uh, evaluate, resolve uh, protests and discipline incidents. Develop a new program. Support the mission of financial success of the department. Nice. You'll have staff oversight and then physical oversight. That's cool. That's pretty legit. Benefits is genuous. A lot of time off. It says right at the very top. You get a lot of time off. Nice. That's good. That got me right there. Hello. What does he yeah. mean by a lot of time off? The summer. <laughs> the real. I'm okay. there, hey, that's what I got now. I'll take that. I'll take you know, that. No, but one. I mean the actual summer. Yeah, that'd be nice. Not like your month. Not like my month and a half. Yep. Anyways, that's just something I threw out there. I was looking. I'm like, that's an interesting one, and that's a that's a Big Ten school. Yeah. No, I think that it's gonna get the full time employment, which is that's that's not that more sophisticated as more positions come out. I think as more people start buying it and institutions get into it, I think it's gonna be legit. It's gonna have. It's gonna be legit. Give it two. I give it five years. We'll t- be starting watching mm-hmm. on ESPN. Mm-hmm. I believe that. So, all right, all right, Jamie. What else you got for me tonight? Um, that's about all I got. Eh? I think we uh we're pretty close to the hour mark. Unless, eh? All right. Something? Yeah, I say no. I don't think I don't. Think I did, but <laughs> it's it's hitting us, Jeremy. It's hitting us. That it's hitting us hard. Nah, I'm with you. Uh, I mean, I think I would, we covered a lot. So, 
Well, everybody, if you have any topics, comments, ideas, wishes, or wants, please leave us a comment. Give us the stars. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a smile. That would be really appreciative. Again, please share us with your friends. Uh, we are trying to grow. We're trying to get out there. And we'll go from there. So hopefully we'll get some new, uh, some new action come up pretty soon. Maybe some new interviews in the near future here. Definitely. All right, guys. Have yourself a good one. See you next week. Potatoes.